Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no words, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi minute. Hey, folks, it's time for yet another In a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. Thank you for tuning in. I really, really, really appreciate you guys. I'm excited about today's guest. But before, go to visitmississippi.org. So many glorious things await you in our hallowed ground. We call Mississippi right here. It's right outside your back door, front door. I'm telling you. All right. Before today's guest of Georgetown Bariatrics and Advanced Surgical Services in Kentucky made his way to starring on TLC's hit TV show, Thousand Pound Sisters, well, we met... Because I was his celebrity guest at the annual Monday After the Masters Hootie and the Blowfish charity event that we do every year. Great event. Great guys. He, Doc, John, Brett, Rick, Leslie, just a shout out to those guys, just in case they're going to listen, became fast friends so much that they came to our Delta Soul Celebrity Golf and Charity event right after, about, about a couple months after. That's how it happens, even if you're from Kentucky and you're thinking, I'm going to have some Mississippi friends? you dang right. He has one of the only two SLP, that's surgeon-led procedure sites in the world for robotic bariatric surgery. He's recognized as a center of excellence, robotic surgeon, and master surgeon in robotics by the Surgical Review Corporation. Just incredible stuff. Like I mentioned, he's in practice in Georgetown, Kentucky, where he is the chief of surgery, the medical director of bariatric program, and the director of robotic surgery for all Life Point hospitals. It's always a blessing to make new pals in life. My pal, Dr. Eric Smith. What up, Doc? Hey, man. How are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. Okay, so where are you going right now and why? I want you to tell my listeners. Come on. <laughs> Well, I just finished rounding at the hospital, um, saw a couple patients to get them out for the weekend, and I am heading over to my buddies at Stuart Mercer in Lexington, Kentucky, who if you're ever in the area um, and you need a suit, especially for the Derby, they will hook you up. So I'm heading that way to get my final fittings and alterations done because it's almost Derby weekend. Uh, That's a big deal, right? You guys look forward to it every year, huh? Yeah, actually, Rick and Brent and John, who you mentioned earlier, um, we're uh, we're all together in that thing. We have a group of probably 35 people that have a, a whole area at the Oaks and the Derby on Friday and Saturday. So it's it's a big event and a big celebration. And you might happen to watch a couple of horses horse races during the during the day too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any interest, <laughs> or have you guys ever had any interest in a thoroughbred? As far as ownership? You know, Rick and Brent have had horses. I don't know how many they have right now. Um, you know, Rick was the president of 
and I don't know the name of the society over the, the, the horses that do dressage. Um, he's a pretty big deal nationally for that. But, um, you know, we've talked about maybe having a small little stake just to have a dog in the fight. But we've decided for now we'll just lose our money betting on them instead of lose our money owning them. <laughs> you got to win in that in that game for sure. You can't yeah. jack around with you know six uh, fourth place. You know you got to show me the money. No, you're not making a living owning no. horses. That's no, no. for sure. It's something to play with. I'm thinking you're making a living doing what you're doing. But before we get into all of that, because I want to talk about how you got on the show and I want to dig into that. But I have to tell this story and then we're going to move on. You guys were all decked out in a certain color, blue and white. Your golf grips. You had it all there. I said, oh, my God. You know, coming from Mississippi, I'm going like, okay. So, of course, I was going, Is that that's Duke Blue Devil Blue, correct? I mean, I just love getting you guys. I got under y'all's skin immediately. And then, of course, I was messing with you. I know the difference between Kentucky Blue and Duke Blue. But... The, uh, once we got going and you guys came to the Delta, I was like, Oh baby, I'm on a mission. When I saw the celebrity <laughs> list and I saw you guys, I said, Oh baby. So at charity events, you got a celebrity on a team. You got a foursome that played. You're scrambling. In this case, the group was called the Kentucky Bourbon Drinkers with Dr. Eric. Oh yeah. That's what I got. When I saw Marshall Henderson was coming and he's never missed and I love Marshall. I remember the times that he lit up Rump Arena. And not only did he light oh. you guys up, he let you know about it, because that's how Marshall is. And I remember you, one of you guys go, what is he doing here? Not only is he here, but he's your celebrity. And you guys, I remember you guys spending 18 holes with him and coming off and goes, okay, we hate the fact that we love him. I've got his number in my phone right now. Um, I'll probably text him after we hang up, um, and hopefully we see him this summer. But, no, he was a good guy. But you you taught us uh, that Mississippi hospitality the right way when you did that. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he was amazing, man. And we're going to get to this now. All right. Let's talk about growing up, your background. I'm just thinking maybe you were a sprinter growing up or a wide out or whatever, but... I was actually a place kicker, Steve. A place kicker? <laughs> yeah, I played soccer, and then I went to Marshall University as a place kicker. So I wish I was as fast enough to be a wide out, but um, no, I was the guy sitting on the sideline when it was time to kick, then I ran out there. So you played college football as a kicker? I went to Marshall as a place kicker. We are Marshall. After my freshman year started having a lot of problems with my knee because I got into kicking very late. I played soccer my whole life and was really kind of the equivalent of a pitcher trying to pitch every day. Started getting some college recognition and was doing really well in place kicking. And, and after my freshman year, I was redshirted and it caught up with me. I was either going to have to have surgery or what. And I said, you know, I think the good Lord's probably smacking me upside the head and said, it's time for you to focus on getting into medical school and and doing what you know you need to do so dr eric always knew you were going to be a doctor when i was younger i can remember 10 or 11 years old i could there was a channel and i can't remember the name of it but late at night you could watch and they would sometimes show surgeries and i was just fascinated by it i was intrigued by it. i'd stay up late when i wasn't supposed to be up and as i got older i always said i'm going to be a doctor and it's funny because i was not a great student in high school now I did enough to make my parents happy, but my teachers would always say, oh, I absolutely can see you being a doctor, but I just don't know if you want to get serious enough yeah. to be a doctor. Um, you have the ability to do it. 
so, you know, when college, I had a great time in high school. And when college hit, you know, I had a good time, but I knew that I had to, to do what I needed to do, and I was determined to do it. So I knew all through college and going into college, I wanted to go into medicine. He does spend his time on the TV show Thousand Pound Sisters, hit show, but he's a great doctor, a great bariatric doctor. You know, what made you choose this side of the profession of the medical world? Just looking back, what made you decide on bariatrics? You know, when I was in residency, I trained in Dayton, Ohio, um, and we were a very a big bariatric surgery center at that time. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think we were the first center of excellence in the state of Ohio back then for bariatric surgery. And that was about the time that the transition from open bariatric surgery to laparoscopic bariatric surgery was occurring. And, you know, really when that happened, what the people that trained me, they brought in a new fellow who had just finished his training to offer that. It, back then, you know, you were only doing it laparoscopically for a subset of people who qualified, lower mm-hmm. weights, not the complex patient. Rather than open And so surgery, they brought right? him in. Exactly. Than, yeah, Instead yeah. of a big incision, which, you know, even if you'd had a good surgical outcome, brought so much morbidity to the patients and complications sure. with wounds and hernias and hospitalizations. Yeah. So, um, he came in to be the person to not only offer that option to patients, but also teach the other docs over time how to do it laparoscopically. And I was very lucky. The place that I trained, um, I got asked to be chief resident for two years. So I got to be chief not only my fourth year, well, I would have been chief my fifth year, but also got asked to be chief with another guy for my fourth year. So the volume that I would have had coming out was going to be um, very, very high, number of surgeries. So I went to him and I said, look, you're, you're the new guy. You're going to get a medical student driving the camera for you while you, you do these surgeries. It's, it's starting your practice. So I'll make you a deal. I'll, I'll skip doing some other surgeries that I've already done a ton of, and I'll drive the camera for you as a fourth year, but you've got to teach me how to do these. And he's like, you do that? I said, yeah. And I said, he said, okay, you've got a deal. So I started off sucking it up and, you know, humbling myself and driving the camera for, you know, the first 20, 30 cases that he did, and then he started showing me how. And really, to be honest with you, I thought, if I can learn how to do these surgeries on these complex patients, I can do anything. It right. will give me the ability and the skill set to do anything. And, and that's honestly how it started. But then I decided we had a uh, resident clinic, like most training programs do, for indigent care, people that don't have insurance so they can get good quality care. And I said, let's start a bariatric resident clinic. For these people who need bariatric surgery, who no one will help them, they deserve to be get rid of their diabetes, you know, lose weight, and, and fix their medical problems. And he said, okay. Then when I got to see the impact that I had on these patients' lives and follow-up and, sure. you know, the drastic change in their lives to being able to get a job, to be able to be functional, to be able to play with their kids, on and on and on, it was just a game changer. And wow. I tell people all the time, maybe I do this because I'm selfish, because I love how it makes me feel to see how they feel. It truly is, is a difference maker for these patients. And from that point on, it just that's just been my passion. I'm Steve Azar with Dr. Eric Smith. He is a master at bariatrics. He's a good friend. Go to visitmississippi.org. That will become your good friend. So many glorious things await you in this. Hallowed ground we call Mississippi. We'll be right back. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. 
This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revel Ace is the place to go. This is Daniel Norman. Looking for a quality, heavy-duty trailer manufactured right here in Mississippi? We've got what you need at Revel Ace Hardware. Revel has a large selection of utility trailers in a variety of styles and sizes, including single and double axle, dovetail trailers, and more. Bundle your new trailer with a Gravely or Skag mower and save big. There's a Revel Ace Hardware near you. Come see us. Learn more at revelhardware.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Practices in Georgetown, Kentucky. He's the chief of surgery, the medical director of bariatric program there, the director of robotic surgery for all LifePoint hospitals. Dr. Eric Smith is my guest today. Go to visitmississippi.org. Oh, yeah. In the intro, you know, I'll do some Googling and get prepared for you. But what is the surgeon-led procedure site? There's only two in the world, and I know I said it wrong in the intro, but explain that. So I am. Um, I do a lot of speaking and teaching for the company Intuitive Surgical, who's the company that makes current surgeons um, who not only are wanting to learn robotics, but specifically they want to do robotic bariatric surgery. So a lot of these surgeons are very experienced bariatric surgeons. They just have very little to no experience doing it robotically, which is kind of a complete different skill set. Ah. And so I run, I'll teach courses for them throughout the country 
Um, here in a couple of weeks, I'm heading out to L.A. to work with a group of surgeons out there to help them with their first cases. So uh, the SLPs is when we'll have, we have a lot of surgeons come visit us. They'll come spend the day, and they'll watch, um, watch me do surgery, ask me questions, determine if you know how much more help they need to get started on their own and so the SLPs are where it's a more um, it's a more uh, detailed visit where they'll come like the day before we'll do didactic education video review we'll sit down and we'll talk about this and so intuitive really tries to control those sites because they want to make sure that the message that these new surgeons are getting is the right message someone who has a lot of experience um, you know, I'm going on almost 4,000 robotic cases, and somebody who's outside of um, sur- the surgery realm, they may say, well, I don't even know what that means. And for me, I don't. I just focus on my volume. But, you know, Intuitive has told me that that's, that's probably one in the top five in the world as far as number of cases performed. Um, and that's a kudos to lots of people, not just me, but my staff and all the support pe- team that I have. So that's really what that is. It's, it's an education didactic program where we're trying to train more surgeons to be able to do the very best surgery they can do for their patients. It's incredible. To I'm me. actually going down not long to Columbus, Mississippi, to work with some guys down there. You're dang right you are. They're letting you in the state. You're getting to be allowed in our state. I use your name. I told you no, that every time I no, go down there. You I was in Biloxi a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> well, yeah, I tell you what. You know, I think that... I'm good to go within the confines of Mississippi state lines, but once I cross over anything, I got no pull. It just gets bad. It gets bad. Well, yeah. And I, I don't know about that, but I, when I'm in Mississippi, I make sure I work that in really, really early. <laughs> you need to. Yeah. So I get that can serve you I really get, you know, well when that and really guy bad. Comes in. <laughs> yeah, just, just be careful. All right, let me ask you this. I want to start getting a little technical, if you don't mind. So, you know, I'm thinking okay. about. All this weight and that that folks are, I can't believe that they're able to able, able to even carry it. You know what I mean? And you're talking right. thousand pound yeah. sisters. So I'm going to ask some technical questions. When are you a good candidate for weight loss surgery? Well, if you look at the indications, what most insurances look at, and what, what we see in the ASMBS, American Society of Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery. Um, if someone is, um, you've got a BMI of 35 or greater with a comorbidity such as diabetes or hypertension or sleep apnea, and, and most people what that BMI does, or a BMI of 40 even without those medical problems, although most people have one of those when they get above 40, mm-hmm. that is typically when insurances will acknowledge, hey, you are, um, you are a candidate for weight loss surgery or bariatric surgery. Now, we have some really good data that says if you're a diabetic, we don't need to wait that late. You know, we can resolve type 2 diabetes with certain types of bariatric surgery that we perform, even if somebody has a BMI of 31, 32. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, insurances right now don't cover that, but we have data through our society that says that is absolutely an indication, you know, to do that. But that's sure. kind of the big picture numbers that people hear. You know, the Delta, you know, we're... We've got it pretty bad when it comes to diabetes. I've talked about it on my show. I've yeah. had doctors on before. That's an inter- that's interesting to hear that. Um, okay, obviously this is probably – these are questions I sort of jotted down. I mean, how – other weight loss options, I guess, before surgery. Mm-hmm. Do you go, okay, before right. we do this, why don't you try this? 
and tried this? And does insurance need to know that they've made every attempt as well? Yes. Yeah, and that's a great question. So basically when patients make it to us, they already know the requirements and what we want from them, what what their insurances want to see from them. So these are this is not these are not people that woke up today and said, I've never tried to do anything about my weight till this morning and I'm going to see a surgeon. These are people that have made multiple attempts to lose weight without success um, through means of diet, exercise, with or without medications. That's not a requirement. And that they're committed to being compliant with changing those lifestyle habits because surgery alone does not work. It's, it's a combination of lifestyle changes and surgery. And so those things are all in place that we've documented that. Not only can we show the insurance company that, but we can make sure that the patient's done what they need to do, their due diligence, because maybe they didn't need, need surgery to get there. The, the interesting um, fact that a lot of people don't know is if you take someone who's got a BMI of 35 or greater who would qualify for surgery, their chances of losing enough weight to get out of the obese category and keeping it off for greater than a year is actually 1%. Wow. So their success rate is 1%. Man. You know, so when these doctors say, you need to lose weight, you need to diet and exercise, and unfortunately half the time they don't even know what that means. They don't give them a guideline. Well, you need to lose, you need to eat better, but how should you eat? It's a 1% success rate. Yeah. And patients should know that because they do need to eat right and exercise with surgery, but we want them to understand they're not the exception. They're actually the rule by the time they come to see us. Yeah. You need 365 New Year's resolutions to survive a lot of this. I mean, sometimes, you know, you're going like, <laughs> right? I mean, because you need some sort of reason to have a purpose in doing it. Or right. if, if you're Catholic, and yeah. it's Lent to give up something. But, you know, right. diets are difficult for a lot of people. And a lot of diets don't work for some people, right? Right. There's the wrong yeah, diet. I mean, you know, we no. all, you, you watch some people, they, they can eat anything they want and their, and their weight doesn't change. And other people, they, they feel like they smell it and it does. You know, yeah. obesity yeah. is a disease. It is, in, it is recognized as a disease just like diabetes, just like hypertension. And I think what, what I try to get people to understand, because there's a lot of misconceptions about obesity and that it's a, quote, self-inflicted disease, which is untrue. And I tell people all the time, name me one disease out there, big big picture diseases like blood, high blood pressure, diabetes, lung cancer, maybe one of those that there's not some relationship to poor behavior, bad choices. You know, most diabetics who are uncontrolled, there's probably some things they could do differently to help control it. Yeah. Obesity is no different. There's definitely things that patients could do differently, but it's not 100% self-inflicted. So if we have a diabetic comes in a doctor's office and says, I'm a diabetic, we don't say, well, if you're not making good choices, I'm going to withhold treatment for you. But yet there's some people out there that almost perceive obesity that way. Well, you're not making good choices, so I'm not going to do a surgery. That, that Remember that 1% success rate, surgery gives them at five years, a 50% chance of being out of the obese category. I mean, there's no comparison. Yeah, yeah, 1% to 50. That's, you know, it's it's just such a an interesting field you're in, and you have to have a lot of knowledge <laughs> to go. I mean, if you start looking in your rearview mirror and realize everything that you've acquired up in, up in that skull of yours, I mean, you could get dizzy. 
<laughs> I'm getting dizzy thinking about it. And just when I when I sit there and talk to you and stuff, it's just really interesting to get to know this side of you because I've never heard you talk like this. <laughs> so this is right. how you this yeah, is how you, you talk you, most of the day. Right. You just see me on the golf course when I'm trying to decompress from all this and just yeah. have a little fun, right? Yeah. Well, you you can have fun and you deserve it. We're talking to Dr. Eric Smith, thousand pound sisters, but that's. The side note for sure, he's the chief of surgery. Make sure I got this right, Eric, at Georgetown Bariatric All Life Point Hospitals. Is that the way we do this? So chief of surgery at my hospital, and then I am the medical director of all of robotic surgery um, at all the Life Point hospitals all yeah. throughout the country. Yeah, you're going to have to do your intro and outro because I can't say all that. It's just impossible. Uh, you just you just call me your friend. That's good enough for me. <laughs> you are my friend. We're in, uh, in a Mississippi Minute, folks. Go to visit Mississippi.org. So many glorious things that await, even Dr. Eric Smith, because he'll be on Delta Soil in June, and I'm excited to host him and his pals, my pals. Uh, you get to play DJ right now. We are the the birthplace of American music. You guys have the horses, and we've got the music. Would you like to hear into the break, B.B. King or Marty Stewart? Let's do a little Marty Stewart. Marty's going to be so happy. I love it. That's what we got. A little Marty Stewart. We'll be right back with Dr. Eric Smith. When that cat goes on, the whole place is shaking as there's something going on. It's a hillbilly rock, beating with a drum, playing in guitars like shooting from a gun, keeping up the rhythm, steady as a clock. Hey folks, I'm Steve Azar and this is pretty cool. The Interactive Teller Machine, or ITM, is Guarantee Bank's latest and greatest way to serve us customers more effectively and conveniently. ITMs provide personal face-to-face interaction with a live bank teller without having to leave the comfort and safety of your car. You can conduct almost any transaction as you would inside, including deposits, withdrawals, check cashing, account transfers, and even loan payment. Give the new ITM system at Guarantee Bank a try. And as always, thank you for trusting Guarantee Bank with all your banking needs. For more information, go to GBT online.com guarantee bank member fdic hello i'm gary jolly from the tractor store ls tractor understands your passion for the land and just like you ls tractor is committed to excellence and superior products ls tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the ls commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction you get a lot more for your money with the ls tractor come to the tractor store in richland to experience the ls difference the tractor store in richland From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. 
Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Hey, for Congress. At Mississippi Aquarium, there are new discoveries around every corner. From friendly staff to awe-inspiring experiences. Dive deep into the aquatic wonders as you discover life above and below the ocean surface. Immerse yourself in wonderment and ignite your curiosity through the beauty of our ever-changing wildlife. So join us on the adventure into the brown, blue, and beyond at Mississippi Aquarium. Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Do you know your indoor air quality score? Today, one in five people suffer from or have allergy or asthma. 90% of homes have indoor air quality problems. Over 25 million Americans suffer from asthma. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and our indoor air quality is two to five times worse than outdoors. Call 1-800-SOLUTIONS today. Green Home Solutions is the best decision you can make towards improving your family's indoor air quality. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. Hospitalizations due to COVID across the state are at an all-time low, but the CDC warns that the number of cases may rise again as variants form. Jonathan Sari explains. The agency projecting a big uptick in COVID-related hospitalizations and deaths over the next four weeks as at least three different Omicron subvariants spread quickly across the country. And it's already starting. Hospital admissions jumping 20% nationwide over the past week, with the Northeast and Midwest hit particularly hard. A South African study shows the subvariants are evading protection from previous COVID infections, but the antibodies from vaccines are holding up well. Right now, we're averaging about 66,000 new cases per day here in the U.S., more than doubling in a month. Mississippians wishing to receive a first or second booster shot can schedule an appointment at covidvaccine.umc.edu. The longest-running music festival is back and bigger than ever. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, May 7th through the 15th. Family fun and a lineup of entertainment you don't want to miss. Featuring an evening with Frank Foster, Friday, May 13th, on the Meridian City Hall Lawn. Saturday, May 14th, it's multi-platinum recording artist, the Eli Young Band, on the Meridian City Hall lawn. JimmyRogers.com. The 69th Annual Jimmy Rogers Music Festival, celebrating the father of country music, May 7th through the 15th. 
You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Dr. Eric Smith is rolling to get a suit for the Kentucky Derby. We are at uh, In a Mississippi Minute, and we're heading into, uh, ep- uh, what is it, uh, segment three, which is amazing. I know a Mississippi Minute is pretty fast. Uh, probably a little slower than a Kentucky Minute, but there's really no such thing because that song nah, has not been that. written. Uh, go to visit Mississippi.org. So many wonderful things await folks that are in our st- state that make us who we are and celebrate who we are better than any. Uh, Dr. Eric, I'm going to real quick, a brief dis- um, description of how the heck they talked you into doing the reality show. No, gosh. Well, um, some people from the Discovery Network had reached out to me. It was funny, probably about six or seven years ago, I had somebody reach out to me and they wanted me to be involved with a show that they were developing for um, the Learning Channel. And this was before Zoom, so I did some Skype interviews with the production company, and they wanted to do a show on family members that had weight loss surgery. So we went through it, and really the last interview, they said, Dad, you, um, what do you think? Do you have any good um, candidates right now? And I said, oh, yeah, I just recently operated on a mother-daughter, a husband-wife. And, and it really the conversation turned into, well, do you have any that don't speak anymore? Do you have any that have now divorced? And I said, you know, I just, I'm not sure I'm your guy for this. And I said, thanks, but no thanks, and didn't think anything about it. So probably... Four years ago, my office manager came and said, hey, somebody from Discovery Network call, want to talk to you. And I really just kind of threw it on my desk. And about a week later, she said, did you ever call him? I said, no. She said, you need to at least call him and see what it's about. So I called him and um, uh, talked to uh, the producer, uh, the production, or the main person of the production company that does the show, and started telling me a little bit about the show. She said, you know, we've researched you and your volume, your experience. Um, we think did you, you, did you feel great. violated when they researched you? I feel violated sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I don't, I'm not sure where that is. <laughs> Obviously, you weren't at the Delta Soul. No, that's not where no. you saw me. <laughs> but or the, or Monday after the Masters, for that matter. But anyway, exactly. so talk to them, and she told me a little bit about it, and and I said, uh, you know, if if I agree to do this, I'm going to be me. I don't know if that'll make for good TV or bad TV, but I'm going to treat uh, these these patients just like I would treat my own patients. They're going to have the same rules. There's no exceptions, but I will treat them how I treat my own. And if that's if you, that's okay, and as long as you're not expecting me to be prompted about anything, then then we'll see. So I went and talked to my CEO at the time, who I was good friends with, and he said, look. Is this something you really want to do? He said, I'm not going to lie. This is going to be a pain in my butt from, you know, to go through legal and, you know, get approval for cameras coming in the hospital and all that stuff. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Here's my opinion on this. The main reason I want to do this is not for me or anybody else other than I'm tired of hearing about shows like this and they take people from small communities 
and they, quote, ship them off to the big city to give them good quality care. Yeah. And I said, we give as good, if not better care at what I do for a living than anybody. And we need to take care of our own. That's such a great point. And that's the main message yeah. I want to get across. And he's like, all right, I, I can't argue with that, so let's do it. And, go, go um, ahead. I'm sorry, because I wanted to say I, something, but go ahead. I, well, I just think that, you know, I, that's the most, the biggest thing that I'm proud of is to allow our own people and patients and all the people that work so hard to help me do what I do in the hospital and in my office, the nurses and the staff, um, that they that people get to see what we do and how well we do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sh- there's great doctors in the big city, but, man, I'm sure just like you guys in Mississippi and the guys doctors. that I'll meet when I yeah. come down there, sure. they're great doctors, yeah. and they're doing everything they can to take care of their own. And and that's how it happens. So here we are. We're gonna we're heading into season four. So <laughs> you know you're a celebrity guest now at our. You're always a celebrity guest. But <laughs> but let me ask you this. You know what is the perception about if you're not in a big city, you're not a big time doctor. It blows my mind. I'm going like, wait a minute. You, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, do you have to be? Uh, a, it, it, I don't understand. It. It's like you can't be a mid major and be a great doctor. You know what I mean? It just makes no sense that yeah. that that's sort of the the thought process. And I'm glad that you guys get to make people aware of that that you that you chose to be in a specific size market and how great you are worldwide and how known you are throughout the world. I love that. Great doctors can come from the smallest towns. And that's the bottom line. Absolutely, and they can live I tell in small people towns. all the time. Right, no doubt. Yeah, I I tell them all the time. I say, listen, big big buildings, Taj Mahal buildings, and waterfalls and ballet parking out of front of the hospital doesn't take care of a patient. No, the <laughs> that's beautiful. I love. And right. you know, we need academic centers. That's where people are trained. That's where research is done. But the reality of it is, most of your community hospitals, that's where the sheer volume is done. That's where the surgeons who are doing some of the most surgery, some of the most intense surgery, um, where, you know, at an academic center, they may be doing two or three cases a day. There are days we're doing eight or nine um, because we we aren't having to take the time to maybe teach a resident, but we're teaching other surgeons. And um, it's it's like that all over. So you, you have to do your due diligence and you research your physician. But, you know, find out their experience and don't be fooled by the size of the building they're in or just because they have blank you after their name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. Well, I'm glad you and I discussed that because that's always been something that I've thought about. You know, I think it's the, the doctor within, not the building that surrounds them. And I agree. We're talking Dr. Eric Smith. We're talking, uh, some stuff that I've never gotten to talk about. And I love it. It's heavy. Let's speaking of heavy, pardon the pun. Um, when you have the surgery, what other health conditions could be affected? You know, what are you what are you looking at the possibility of uh, of of things going south somewhere else in the body? So, as far as are you talking about other conditions that that are improved by having the surgery? No, I'm I'm talking about other things that you know, like uh, like you see medicines they can fix this, but they cause all these other you know possibilities right. that aren't good for the body. What could happen right. in a negative way? I guess to other to other After facets having surgery? Of, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, you know when somebody has surgery, um, you know, we have to we're we're affecting how much food that they can take in, we're affecting the way they absorb some of their foods. Um, so we obviously have to be very diligent about making sure that they're 
their nutrition status is good, that they're absorbing and taking their vitamins, that they're compliant with taking the vitamins that we recommend and things like that. Um, there's not a whole lot of downside to our surgery as long as patients are compliant with, um, with the things that we tell them to do and taking their supplementation, getting their protein in, having their follow-up. You know, there's risks of any surgery. So obviously when you do surgery, um, you have to worry about surgical risks, things that can happen while you're having anesthesia, um, you know, things that affect your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, blood clots, all those things. But mm-hmm. we're very aggressive with doing this, a lot of things to prevent those things from happening. Um, and we've got a, a, a ton of protocols that we follow to screen these patients and make sure that they're in the best shape possible to tolerate the procedure. Talk to Dr. Eric Smith. Doc, what about weight loss as far as expectations? Um, obviously, it depends on the person I know, but you know, say that 50% you talk about is successful, right? So on the successful right. side, how much weight percentage-wise do you expect them to lose? So, you know, it's, when we talk about um, weight loss surgery, we talk about excess weight loss. So in other words, we can't compare pounds from a person who's 500 pounds, person who's starting at 300 pounds, but how much excess weight can we expect them to lose? So how you calculate that is you say, okay, what's your ideal body weight based on your 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 current height? Um, so if you take a 5'2 female and she looks on a chart, her ideal body weight is probably somewhere around 120, 125 pounds. Um, and if she weighs 325 pounds, then she's uh, 200 pounds in excess weight. So with a lot of our surgeries at two years, we can expect her to lose on average about 75 um, percent of that excess weight. Now, you could lose 100% if you work really hard, strict with your diet and things like that. But that's really what we expect. But, you know, when I gave you that 50%, that's 50% out of the obese category. Right. So if I have a guy that's 500 pounds and he loses to 300, I still don't get to count him. Right. If he's still technically obese, right. now he's better off. But if you talk about losing just significant weight with an improvement in life, you can talk about success rates of 85% for these patients. Yeah, wow. That's just incredible. Dr. Eric Smith, he's rolling down a highway getting a suit for the Kentucky Derby. But that's how we roll here in the Mississippi Minute. And obviously, he's taking a little time off from surgery. I appreciate you taking the time. We're going to take a quick break here in the Mississippi Minute on Super Talk Mississippi. Love my brother, Eric. Go to visit Mississippi.org. I love that as well. Steve Azor. Folks, I'm Steve Azar, and this is pretty cool. The Interactive Teller Machine, or ITM, is Guarantee Bank's latest and greatest way to serve us customers more effectively and conveniently. ITMs provide personal face-to-face interaction with a live bank teller without having to leave the comfort and safety of your car. You can conduct almost any transaction as you would inside, including deposits, withdrawals, check cashing, account transfers, and even loan payment. Give the new ITM system at Guarantee Bank a try. And as always, thank you for trusting Guarantee Bank with all your banking needs. For more information, go to GBT online.com guarantee bank member fdic
You can now watch Super Talk Mississippi on your YouTube, Roku, and on Amazon Fire devices. Plus, you can now watch Super Talk TV live on Seaspire TV Channel 70. Just go to supertalk.fm slash connect to find out more. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. You're finally Friday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 86. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 61. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 88. Saturday evening, clear skies, low around 65. And a look to your Sunday, sunny conditions and hot, high near 94. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. It's time to transcend the ordinary and expect more with Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 1.9% financing on all 2022 Mazdas in stock. That's right, 1.9% APR on all 2022 models, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50 will be arriving this month. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle. And we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and transcend the ordinary and expect more, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Visit our state-of-the-art facility located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. 
Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. One segment left in a Mississippi Minute. Mississippi versus Kentucky. Today, Kentucky versus Mississippi. That's how we roll. Go to visitmississippi.org. You're going to hear me preach it for so many years, I hope. It's been a lot of years already, so I believe in it. You know that. Um, Doc, let's talk about how long before you put people on an exercise regime after surgery. So, you know, we have them up walking in the hallways within an hour after surgery. Um, As far as true exercise, and I'm glad you brought that up because when they first meet us in the process, one of the first things we talk about has nothing to do with surgery. We teach them the definition of exercise because many people don't know. We teach them heart rate-based exercise. I encourage everybody to get a heart rate monitor so when they're when they're doing what they consider exercise, they can look and see, are they actually doing something? You know, are they getting their heart rate up to a certain level? So within a matter of two weeks, I start challenging them to do some at least 20 minutes, three times a week of uh, heart rate 70% of their max of doing something. And within four weeks, they're completely restriction-free of lifting. I mean, they can mm. be at the gym. They can do anything they want, you know. We're talking about the largest incision they have on their body is about 10, 10 millimeters in size. Unbelievable. And the rest of them are 8 millimeters. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, think about when we grew up. <clears throat> I mean, first of all, they didn't want you to get on any, you know, you had to lay there forever before you even thought about exercising. Right. And the scar was about what? You know, about 12 inches long. Oh, stem to I mean, burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, do you, as a doctor, do you ever go, that's pretty cool? Because that's cool to me. Oh, Steve, I, I, I honestly, I mean this wholeheartedly. You know me well enough. I wouldn't say this if I didn't mean it, but I, I never, ever dread going to work. I'm excited every day I go to the operating room. I get to do something that I absolutely love. That's great. And I'm always fascinated by the technology that we have to be able to do the complexity of things that we can do and people look and feel the way that they do so quickly after surgery. Um, it's crazy, and with the and you know we're we're just on the cusp. I mean, yeah. where we'll be five years from now, will be even more advanced. But yeah, I mean, there's still times that you kind of like, man, I can't believe that this patient looks like this a couple hours later. That's amazing. Okay, so talk about advancements right there. How aggressive uh, is your side of medicine being, and? Do you go to some of, you know, when you have to learn something new, do you ever go, oh, my goodness? (laughs) Obviously, I have a ton of experience in robotics, and that is where we are are going to. um, Right now, laparoscopy is great, and that's how I did these surgeries before, and that was, you know, what we would consider minimally invasive surgery. But robotics is changing the game for what we're able to do. You know, and the, the easiest example that I could give you between the two is, Laparoscopic surgeries, we put, you know, straight stick instruments in, in, in little holes and we can kind of move up, down, side to side. So if I said, Steve, uh, tomorrow I'm going to put a cast on your arm from beyond your wrist up to your armpit and tell you to do your job. 
and then you come home, and I'm going to take that cast off your arm and now do your job. Tell me which one was easier. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. what your job is. You yeah. know the answer. Sure. And then you talk about robotic surgery. I'm seeing inside of a patient in, in three dimensions with the same depth perception that we see the world, um, a completely stable platform, tremor-free surgery. The instrument is rock steady and stable. The force of the tremor is not strong enough to move the instrument beyond where I want it to move. Um, I'm, I have complete wristed motion, so when my hands are moving in circles and my wrists are turning to suture something, that's exactly what those robotic instruments are doing. But I'm able to see way better than if I tried to cut somebody open and do that with my own hands. And, and that's just a quick example of what we're able to do. Now we have the ability to measure tissue thickness and tissue sensitivity. We've, we have studies that show less blood loss. Um, quicker return to work, less ho- lower, quicker or shorter hospital stays, mm-hmm. and we could go on and on. And so, we these systems that we're using, they collect our motions, they collect the data. So five, ten years from now, what we're going to be able to do is go to a surgeon and say, your all your motions from that surgery you did, let me superimpose it on the motions of Dr. Smith or Dr. S- uh, you know some of the other guys that I speak with and teach with, and. Now let's work on improving your motion down to this tight little angle and this tight little metric that they've done to show efficiency so we can make you better for your patients. I can't go all over the country and operate. I've got plenty of people I need to operate on, but, man, if I can share with other people how to do that too, then we're really, really changing people's lives. Will you bet the six horse for me because that's what's going to win the Kentucky Derby. That's all I've got to say. I don't care. All right. Thank you, Brett. I got it. Okay, before I leave, because I'm going to get it wrong, okay, you're Dr. Eric Smith. Visit Mississippi.org. You know all about that now because you get to celebrate it with us annually. Your title and send us out. Well, I'm at uh, Georgetown Bariatrics and Advanced Surgical Services. I'm the uh, mm-hmm. medical director of our bariatric program here at Georgetown Community mm-hmm. Hospital just outside of Lexington. And I'm also the medical director of all of Robotics for LifePoint Hospitals. And most importantly... I consider this guy my friend, who I'm very uh, blessed to have met, uh, you and Gwen, years ago. Um, can't wait to see you, buddy. Um, we're going to have a ton of fun down there, and I hope, uh, hope to meet more Mississippi people. You're going to meet a, a blessings to Anna. Let her know. We said hello. Tell the Kentucky bourbon drinkers, the team, we love them, and uh, can't wait to host All you. Right. And uh, thank you for doing that, because that, I, I can't, I'm not capable of saying what you just did, so thank you. Absolutely. Later on, brother Eric. Go get your suit. All right, buddy. Take care. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. You can now watch Super Talk Mississippi on your YouTube, Roku, and on Amazon Fire devices. Plus, you can now watch Super Talk TV live on C Spire TV Channel 70. Just go to supertalk.fm slash connect to find out more. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.